What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode number 49 of Project X Talk, an Xbox podcast. Remember, if you like Xbox or video games in general, make sure to join us live every Thursday on YouTube. If you can't catch us live, we post every Friday morning on your favorite podcast service. So if you could, even if you watch on YouTube, head over and drop us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It really does help us grow the channel, uh, grow the podcast, and then we can bring you a better show each and every week. You know, it helps us commit to getting better mics, better setup. So why don't you head on over if you want to see a better podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Kevin, aka The Muffin Mon. Uh, again, brand new microphone setup, looking good, sounding good. But sounding I'm crisp. Sounding crisp. Uh, and that other voice you hear is my co-host this week, uh, the alpaca himself, Tom. How you doing? Pretty good, man. It's really like, it feels like I've been gone for like such a long time, even though it's been like pretty much every other week at this point. Yeah, it's it's been off and on with uh, with you and and Aman and Garrett. I'm kind of like holding it down. <laughs> I'm like, who's showing up this week? You know, you never really never really know what's going on in the in the world of Project X talk over here. Um, but I'm excited. We got lots to talk about this week. Um, so if, yeah, definitely games, definitely some things to to go over. So if you want to jump right into it, we can. Uh, we can start off with the same thing we do each and every week here on Project X Talk. And that's by going around the room and asking one question. And that question is, what you playing? So, Tom, what you playing? Gosh, man. So, it's been a while since I've been here. So, there's been a couple of things I've been playing. Uh, first, is, let me just jump into the most boring one that's not even really Xbox or related. I've been putting in still off extremely metric ton fuck ton of hours into runescape for whatever reason no idea why uh i think i'm officially addicted again and it's ridiculous but i have tried weaning off myself this last week uh obviously with the release of tales of rise uh i've been mm -hmm. playing that i didn't get too far in it uh i got to the first boss and then i'm in the next area after that now okay um I honestly, I don't know. I have some, I have some issues with the game. Uh, oh no! I don't know. I don't know if you want to go talk about the, like whatever you're gonna go through first, or if I can just go out of my rant in the, of the game. No, I mean we can, we can, we can chat uh, about Tales of Rise. Certainly. Uh, first off, shout out Sean Capri in the chat. What up, Sean? Good to see you. Host of the Xbox Drive, our a friend of the show over there. Um, but Tales of Rise, yes. Uh, I want to talk about this game. Because I, after 48 hours, flew by, have 100% of the game. I've gotten every achievement. I've beaten every side quest, main mission, arena. Uh, you know, I've done basically everything there is to do in this game. I absolutely love it. So I'm really interested what your concerns about this game are. What What's wrong with it? Honestly, for me, it's less about like the story and the gameplay. I think that's perfect for what it wants to be. Um, the graphics are beautiful as well, but I just have some issues with it. Like I feel like the entire environment portion of the game, every NPC feels lifeless to me. They're just standing, like, standing around. There's no, they, they're not alive to me. They're just there. I can talk to you and you can leave. Yeah, it feels really old school in that regard, and. For a game that came out in 2021, I want to feel immersed in the world. And I don't feel immersed if everyone's just sitting still, if that makes sense. 
Um, I also hate the view distance in the game. Like you see the NPCs pop in and out, just like at, you walk like three steps and then they disappear. It's okay. the most you, you. I know you've seen that too. It okay. Does, yeah. It takes me out of the world. Like I should be able to see that distance. I I don't know if this game is extremely poorly optimized and they had to make some cutbacks, but there should be zero reason why this game has like performance issues if they had to include the um the draw distance a little further. Uh, I'm really unsure, and it's just aggravating to me. You know, it's stuff like that that just pulls me away from the world. But besides that, again, I love the combat. Um, I love the interactions with the two main characters so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I just got my first official party member, possibly. Okay. Uh, you meet him at the very beginning. I think when you go to the next area, I think he's officially with me now. Hopefully, I would like oh. to keep him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, whatever you th- whatever you say, Bob. Uh, you know, we'll we'll go with that. Um, oh no, he's gonna die, isn't he? Oh fuck! I, I didn't say that. He's, he, he, I just didn't know. So he's he's not a party member. Um, just like he'll he'll join you in fights, but he's not an official party member. Well, that's uh, I wanted to I wanted to customize his abilities. No, yeah, you don't get to do that, unfortunately. Uh, Sean Capri says, I'm just about to start playing Tales. Totally jealous that you finished it already. Yes, Sean, I did. I know you and Ryan over there are going to, you guys are going to do a spoiler cast. You know, if you if you want me on that, you know, hit me up. Hit me up, buddy. I'll come talk about Tales. <laughs> but, um, no, so I get what you're saying about the draw distance. That totally makes sense to me. I, I can completely understand that. For me, it's not a big deal because that is how tales goes like that is just tales and i think it's i don't notice it as much as you do i don't think like i oftentimes look over in the world and i can see long distances like there's a i don't know i don't yeah, I guess you can not. see the environments yeah and, but the npcs themselves they phase in and out and that just aggravates the hell out of me okay that's that's, that's not something i'm like uh you know, noticing all that much, but I listen, I'm glad you like the combat. I'm glad you like the story because I think those two things are great. I'm working on my review for the channel for tales of arise. Um, I don't, I I'm conflicted about this. Like you, I would say play more and let me know how it goes because I think that if you like those aspects, then you're fine because ultimately eventually you're just going to start like quick fast traveling everywhere so you really won't need to like the draw distance is going to become less and less important because you'll besides the few dungeons you'll be walking through you're just going to warp exactly where you want to go after a while so just keep with it if you like the story and characters you're fine because that only gets better as you go on also best tales anime opening period that's that's you know that's hot that's hot um let's see we got some we got some chats going on uh happy cloud gamer says hey guys microsoft is supposedly about to announce a huge acquisition i've been saying it right after e3 was done and i think it's time to do it we move sun it to holiday um I mean, we've been heard for a while now that it's acquisition season and we're still waiting on on the acquisition um and then Gregor says, Tom, I guarantee that you will fall in love with it as you get further in. Yeah, I, I agree. 
I, I, I'm, I'm with Gregor's. Just keep with it. You're only, it starts off a little slow. Once you get more party members, it really opens up. And I guarantee you there are so many mechanics in this game that you have yet to experience. Like, you're going to love it. Yeah. And, and I think the world building will become less of an issue as you go on because there is more things to interact with in the world as you get more party members. I got to ask you. Yeah. Um, I put the difficulty on moderate because I, I figured it was like going to be easy enough game and I'll get yep. the extra experience boost. Should I go higher? I mean, I didn't. I played the majority of the game on moderate. I, well, I beat the game on moderate. And then I, for post game, I switched it down to story because I was just like, I just, I'm, I beat the game. I'm just going to do the like side quest stuff. I'm oh, sorry. So uh, moderate is completely fine. It's It's not a hard game. Like it really isn't. Uh, some of the bosses can be tricky. I've heard on higher difficulties, but if you want to go for it, you can always switch it down. If you get, if you start wiping, so it's not a problem. Uh -huh. uh, Happy cloud gamer says, I think we'll see acquisition at Tokyo game show. I don't think we'll see an acquisition at Tokyo game show. I don't think there's enough eyes on Microsoft at the Tokyo game show, unless it's some massive Japanese studio, which I would, struggle to see i think we would have heard rumblings i i think we're gonna i think any acquisition will game awards at the earliest but i'm not expecting anything from microsoft for the rest of the year oh no no problem happy thanks for stopping by uh you have a good meeting but okay tales of arise yeah that's, that's literally all i've been playing all week um but i do have a story that i want to tell about tales of arise before we before we transition into the actual news so you know, as I do, I was bragging about 100% in the game, tweeted it out like, yo, smashed it out in 48 hours. So who who slides into, into my uh, response uh, here on, on Twitter? The Microsoft Store. And I'm like, what up, Microsoft Store? What you, what you want? And they're like, wow, you got through that game really fast. And I was like, that's because it's amazing. And they're like, DM us. So I'm like, what you, what you, what you mean? DM me, like, what, what do you want? Like, hmm. what's, what's going on, Microsoft Store? Why am I sliding in your DMs? And he, they're like, oh, we just want to hit you with this, and then they give me thirty-five dollars gift card for anything on the Microsoft Store, games, movie, like anything I want. So I basically just got <laughs> thirty. I'm like. So you complain about not having platinum trophies on Xbox, but you got rewarded for that 1,000 gamer score. I know. Best tweet ever. If I can, I'm going to tweet out. I'm going to complete every game and tweet at the Microsoft <laughs> Store. Like, yo, bro, I, I got another one. Where's my where's my cash? <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I don't even know why they did that, but I'm like, yo, consumer friendliness right here. You know, Easy money. Easy money indeed. So Tales of Rise, everyone, go play it, pick it up. It's great. Um, but we will transition off of what you're playing uh, because I haven't been playing anything else. That's that's all I got. So unless you got something else you want to talk about, Tom. No, besides Tales of Rise, I really haven't had a lot of time to be uh, for gaming. So no, no, just Rocket right. League, RuneScape, Tales of Rise. That's my life. The trifecta. Okay, well. Now it's time to navigate the news and dive deep into the library, as we like to call it here. So story number one, GeForce Now suffers massive leak and reveals hidden Xbox projects. I'm pulling from Matt Brown and Jez Corden over at Windows Central. And stay with me, it's quite a long one, but 
I gotta, I gotta get through it. So several unannounced Xbox game studios projects have surfaced via the NVIDIA GeForce Now database. The contents were released online Monday and include the first mention of Gears of War 6 from the Coalition, Halo 5 Guardians for PC, and we have also had code names of projects leak in this database. Project Holland, Project Typhoon, Project Woodstock, and Oxide. According to Windows Central, Project Holland is the Fable reboot revealed in 2020. Project Typhoon is known to be contraband from Avalanche. Windows Central claims Woodstock relates to Forza Horizon 5. And the Oxide is in early stages of development as an internally called Project Indus, a strategy simulation title. These code names lend some legitimacy to the leaked games list that are tied to Xbox projects. And therefore, in my opinion, the more interesting part of this leak is that what it potentially means for other studios. So included in the leaked list was a listing for God of War 2018 for PC, Returnal, Demon Souls, all for PC. The rumored GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas remasters. The PC Uncharted bundle that was recently announced, along with the Alan Wake remaster that was also recently announced. Half-Life 2 remastered, Kingdom Hearts 4. Hell Divers 2, Destroy All Humans 2, Dragon's Dogma 2, Crisis 4, Shin Megami Tensei 5, and Catherine Full Body for PC, and Final Fantasy 7 Remake for PC, along with Bioshock 2022, among a whole list of other ports and unannounced things. So, Tom, before we get any further into this, because we know that these code names for Xbox are legit, do we think that this is can you know how legitimate do we think that this leak is when it concerns other studios now that we see these these titles god of war returnal do we think those are coming to pc yeah i i, I and it's not even hard to like believe that they won't come they've been doing uh, sony's been doing that trend now for a little bit now so i would be i would definitely expect to see demon souls and god of war coming now especially with the um the leak more reassuring us at this point, which I think that's cool. Uh, you know, more games for more people at that point. Uh, but, you know, I'm also interested about the Bioshock 2022, you said. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, uh, it, yeah, it's been it's been known for quite a while now. It's kind of like a, a secret that isn't much of a secret is that Bioshock 2022, like a new, re it's not like a reboot of the series almost. It's, so it's not going to be tied to the original trilogy. It's going to be like a new bioshock game um it doesn't have and i forget his name the original director he's not attached to the project ken levine he's not attached to the project uh and apparently it's going to be like open world so it's not really gonna be like old bioshock um but that is that has long been a rumor okay i'm interested but yeah besides that like, the leaks it seems it seems like it would be good uh, I don't know. I don't know too much about the other games they brought um, that were on the list. However, it was mostly about the Sony stuff. Yeah, a lot of these ones on the list are sequels to games that haven't been announced. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Kingdom Hearts Four. We know we haven't got an official announcement on that. But do we want that? Do we <laughs> want Kingdom Hearts Four? I mean, I don't. But <laughs> Hell Divers Two, Destroy All Humans uh, Three, I think, is actually the one that was listed. Um, 
which hasn't been announced. Dragon's Dogma 2 also has not been announced. The only thing that I would say goes against this leak is that 343 hit back and they denied that they have any plans to bring Halo 5 Guardians to PC, which was listed in there. They said that uh, Brian Gerard, after the leak, uh, he's the community director that over there, he said that maybe this was for Halo 5 Forge, which they did bring over as part of the Master Chief collection, but they're not bringing Halo 5 to PC. And then NVIDIA themselves provided an update and said that this list is only used for internal tracking and testing and says the inclusion on the list is neither confirmation nor an announcement of any game, stating the database was compiled of released or speculative titles. So they're basically saying like, hey guys, don't don't look at this and think that all these games are coming. We kind of are just like predicting these are coming, making them up. Which seems very strange to me. Like, why would you're you're a platform holder? You don't have to make it up. They're gonna tell you it's coming out. Yeah, like why? And also, why would they make up such like specific tight? Like, who's sitting here thinking like, oh, you know, I'll just Kingdom Hearts four, uh, Dragon, Dragon's Dogma two. You know, Dragon's, of course, huge game, Dragon's Dogma. Everyone's talking about it. Only makes sense that it's on the the tip of their lips. Like, there's just <laughs> there's so many games in here that it doesn't make sense for the whole list to just have been like let's think of weird little things to it just it confuses me their their whole explanation i think that there's more to this list than they're letting on and i do suspect that we will see a lot of these games in the future over on pc you know obviously we know xbox their games are coming. gear six that's coming to pc you know contraband all those games are gonna come to pc I have no doubt, but for the other platforms, I can only assume this is basically confirmation, despite what they're saying. Yeah, I can't. I it, it's too hard to believe otherwise. We're speculating, guys. <laughs> Fun speculation. Shout out, Matt. Um, <laughs> well, Tom, that wasn't the only leak we had this week. Uh, we're gonna move into story number two here. Uh, because Redfall images and details have also leaked, giving us an idea of what the game is. I'm pulling from Adam Bankhurst over IGN. What a name, Adam. Uh, the leaked images were first seen in a now-deleted Reddit post from The Redfall and show off some of the game's weapons and heroes. The game's described as a Borderlands-style game, so looter-shooter, with Dishonored-style abilities. The leak shows five levels of weapon rarity, a loadout screen showing each character with that they can have three weapons, an armor slot, med kit, and then something called remnants and memento. In this leaked playtest, six heroes were available and three abilities on each hero were available to play. So Redfall isn't a game that I'm super excited for, but did you see this leak and, and what do you make of it? No, I didn't look at the leak at all. Mm. Um, but that's exciting to know. Like uh Borderlands is one of my favorite franchises, period. So just knowing that they're going to have like a nice rarity loot system in there, that just makes it so much more enticing. Now, as far as the Dishonored-styled abilities, how do those differ from like Borderlands abilities? I've never played a Dishonored game to even tell you. Uh, <laughs> if I could ask my brother, I would. I'm not the Dishonored guy. I... I've only played Prey from Arcane. Like their games are not usually ones I'm looking to. And tell you what, like I don't see that changing in the future because Redfall is not interesting me at all. And the more I hear about it, the less I'm I'm liking because yeah. I am not a Borderlands guy. 
Oh no, Ludo shooters are the best, but I think with this game, it's more of a case that we have to see it. We only got the what the CGI trailer during E3, and we need some actual gameplay whenever that would even happen because this game's probably like two years, three years down the line at this point. Yeah, no, it's I mean, well, no, Redfall is scheduled for um, 2022 summer. Oh, so we'll see gameplay this year. Yeah, yeah. it's I, I mean, this was supposed to apparently a closed play test, so it they have it up and running. You know, it's not finished, but they expect it to be out next summer. So by all accounts, this is kind of what the game is. You know, it's an open world looter shooter. Uh, you can play single co-op. It kind of sounds like Borderlands, but you kill vampires. Um, that's kind of what I'm taking away. And if that's what they want to go with, go for it. I'm not the audience for that, unfortunately. You were never into like games like, for example, the Division either. I played the Division. Well, I played Division One quite a bit actually, uh, and Destiny One. I played a ton, but that was. So you're sort of their audience, Kevin. So here's the thing: I fell off hard on these games. I no longer. I'm like, as soon as I see this stuff, I'm like, nope, I can't go back. I the grind is too much for me. I cannot handle the amount of like grinding and everything you have to do for those type of games. So for me, it's no longer my type of game. Like, you know, I feel like as I've gotten older, I'm like, I, I don't have time for this. I, I'm not live service elements really put me off stuff where you have to like continuously go in and like do something to try to get, get loot and keep up. I'm like, I don't, I don't have time for this. So maybe back in the day, I would have been here, but right now I'm not. We'll talk you into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, what's going to happen is the group of guys I play with, they're going to be like, oh, this game's on, on Game Pass. Let's download it and play. Uh, and then we're going to download it and play. And then I'll be like, this game fucking sucks, but I'm going to put 40 hours into it because, you know, because they're homies. playing. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I mean, abandoned a group. Well, we can continue talking about Arcane. And move it over to story number three. So Arcane has a massive hit on their hands with Deathloop. So Deathloop is the latest game from Arcane's Lyon studio. Uh, it came out Tuesday, but the embargo dropped on Monday. And it seems Arcane has a huge hit. Currently sitting at an 88% on both PC and PS5 on Metacritic. Deathloop has received overwhelming praise with multiple outlets such as GameSpot and IGN giving it 10 out of 10 reviews. While currently a PlayStation 5 timed exclusive, Xbox gamers will be able to experience Deathloop on PC right now or wait until the year exclusivity ends and it comes to Game Pass next fall. Uh, I was going to ask the panel, but nobody showed up. What the hell are you guys doing? So, Tom, what are, what are you doing? You uh, you picking up Deathloop somehow, some way? I know you don't have a PS5, so PC is your only option. Or are you going you gonna to wait? You're going to hold out? If it was out on Game Pass on PC, I would definitely pick it up. But no, I'm going to wait. Uh, the game looks really interesting from what I've seen. Uh, all the feedback and footage I've seen is like, it looks fantastic. And I saw the Digital Foundry breakdown of, as well. Mm-hmm. The game even looks beautiful. I wasn't even expecting this much from Deathloop. But the more I see, I'm actually excited for it. I was getting tired of hearing of Deathloop for the last year. But now that it's here, I'm like, I want this game and I want to play it on my Xbox now. 
Yeah, I mean, we've only seen about 800 trailers for Deathloop. So I feel like I've already played the game, but none of the trailers appeal to me. Like, I don't get the appeal of this game. And the only reviewer I saw that was like kind of, you know, not praising it was Mr. Maddie Plays and uh, ACG too. They both kind of gave it reviews where it was like, it's it's an all right game. It's a good game. It's not great. Uh, but then you see IGN and GameSpot, 10 out of 10 masterpiece, like this game of the year, perfect. And I, I'm like, all right, what is it? So I'm like looking at gameplay videos and it just, I don't get it. I don't get what the appeal of this game is. It looks clunky. It doesn't look very fun. Uh, I'm just, I'm just lost. You think it looks clunky? Yes. I thought it, I, I thought it looked, uh, looked like a real solid shooter. Mm. It reminds me like of Bioshock in the way you shoot and that, it feels solid, but it doesn't. I guess it may not look as clean to you, but dude, the concept of it is just so great. Um, so great too. Oh, I don't no. know. I'm well, excited listen, for this one. Listen, man. After playing 12 minutes, the the word time loops got me kind of a uh, little little worried because I I don't want to get stuck in another fucking time loop. Death 12 minutes was like, oh my god, I'm done. Did you beat that by the way? Uh, no, I, I gave up after like five hours. Um, I know the ending. I like looked it up because I was like, I can't fucking be bothered. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was nonsense. Um, not going to spoil it, but that game was obtuse. And I don't I don't want to be stuck in our time loop. So Deathloop, not for me right now. Maybe I'll try it when it comes to Game Pass in a year. But I did put out a poll and ask what our audience was doing. And it was very close, but 57.1% of our audience said that they're going to be waiting for it to hit Game Pass in one year uh, instead of buying it on their PS5s. Now, I have two, kind of two questions. Do you think that people are saying that because they don't have PS5s? Or do you think that they're saying it because they don't want to ship out $70, and uh, when they can just wait a year? I mean, probably a little bit of both. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people on to follow us specifically. I would be surprised if most of them are PlayStation guys, uh, based on like the circle we're in. So <laughs> I, I honestly don't know uh, if they do ha indeed have a PlayStation. I can I see this as being a hard one to pass up on, mm. even if you have to wait a year on Game Pass. So I find that kind of hard to believe. Yeah, I know. If I, had, uh, if I had a PS5 right now, I would pick it up. Mm. I don't, I'd rather not play, um, play it on my PC, however. And I can't do yeah. 4K on my PC because it's trash. So I hear there's issues with the PC version, some stuttering going on that Bethesda's looking into, trying to fix. Um, they're having some, it's not running at peak performance as it should be. Like people with 3080s and 3090s are uh, struggling <laughs> for some reason. But I would not. I mean, like I said, I'm going to wait. I have a PS5. I'm not spending the money on Deathloop, especially because I still have Fist to beat. And then Key Number to Spirits is coming out uh, next week, which I want to jump into. I tried to get us a review code. Unfortunately, uh, we they ran out before they got to us. They did get back to me last night. I was like, sorry, we ran out of codes. I'm like, all right. Thanks at, anyway. At least, they, at least they got back yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah so... It's 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 all good. It's all good. Ember Labs. Uh, you know, I'll I'll just buy Keena Bridge of Spirits. Unfortunately, I can't do it over on Microsoft because I just got $35 over there. That'd be sweet. But, <laughs> you know, one day. Um, but 
I'm, I, you know, like I said, I know some people in the Xbox community that have PS5s that are picking it up. I've seen Mav over from Fun Speculation. He picked it up. He's been streaming it. He's been loving it. So there definitely are the people that like have both that primarily lean Xbox that are still going to pick this up. Because, and then, you know, we saw, I don't know if you were on Twitter, but there was a whole discourse. They were like, well, this has nothing to do with Xbox. Arcane did this all by themselves. Like Xbox shouldn't get any credit for this. And it's it was the most ridiculous like console war bullshit I've ever seen in my life on Monday. People going back and forth about like, Who's who who led to this success? Xbox still ain't got no games because this is an arcane game. Like I know I haven't even been on Twitter. Like I've kind of been fed up with the things I've seen on there, and I follow a lot of Xbox guys. So it my Twitter ends up just being like a whole bunch of fanboyism one way or another, whether it's PlayStation guys trolling them or vice versa. I'm just like, oh god, I don't want to be on Twitter anymore. It just it hurts it hurts my life. It uh, it can be tough. It, let me let me say that. I'm glad that we stay out of that nonsense um, for the for the most part. I think I had to correct somebody one time. You know, little little neat correction. But console wars ain't my jam. I'm I'm sick of all that nonsense. Play on both. Play on everything. Play on Switch. Man, uh, off topic, but for some reason it just popped in my head because we were talking about games coming out. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, October fifth. I'm there, man. I'm there. Super Monkey Ball. I'm there. Is that October 5th too? Uh, I think it's next month. I'm pretty sure it's next month. I don't know the exact date. It's funny you say you were getting uh, Super Monkey Ball. I know we were, we were chatting offline about it because I loved Super Monkey Ball back in the day. And I was like, can I justify $40 for Super Monkey Ball? Like, is this something I really need in my life? Because uh, it looks so cute. They're adding all those like characters from other games into the balls. It's, something about the marketing really has me hooked right now. It looks interesting. I'm, I, but I actually am really interested in the, the Nickelodeon All-Stars as well. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm super. It started out as kind of a meme, like I was, it was kind of a joke. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be," t-. and now I'm like fully invested. Like I'm gonna buy this game day one if I don't get a review code, which I'm trying to get a review code. Um, <laughs> Is this one coming out on both consoles as well? Yeah, it's coming out on everything. It'll nice. be it'll be on everything. Crossplay? I, I don't know if it's crossplay. I don't know. Uh, it would be a missed opportunity if they don't have crossplay on this thing. That. I feel like they should have crossplay to make the player basics man, but I know the Smash community is super excited for for this game. They the developers are like, yeah, we're focused on competitive play. They're adding like all these Smash I'm like, man, and then they keep adding characters like Ren and Stimpy who are like, like a, the ice the ice guys that you play. Kind, kind yeah, ice climbers, Banjo Kazooie, two in one type character. I'm like, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I they've sold me on this game. So that's my little tangent about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl because for some reason it popped in my head and I'm just like, I, I want to explain to everyone that this game is going to be hype as fuck. They should uh, know about it because they're going to yeah. hear about it when it comes out. <laughs> that's right. Uh, what were we talking about? Deathloop. Deathloop. Yeah. Um, that's all I really got to say on Deathloop. Like, it's cool. I'm glad it's doing well. It's definitely like a massive success that Xbox brought on Arcane, And now like... Xbox is putting out games that are scoring really high. We got Psychonauts 2. We got Deathloop But wait, it wasn't, it wasn't Microsoft. Microsoft just acquired them last year. What are you talking about? They didn't help contribute to that at all. 
still their studio. I still W in my <laughs> book. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we can move on to, to story number four. And this one's going to be a little sad for some people out there, Tommy, including you. And it would have been sad for Garrett if he had bothered to show up. But Dying Light 2 is officially delayed. In a statement on their official Twitter account, the team over at Techland states, today we have an important news to share with you about the development progress on Dying Light to stay human. The team is steadily progressing with the production of the game and is nearing the finish line. The game is complete and we are playtesting it. It is by far the biggest and most ambitious project we've ever done. Unfortunately, we've realized for us to bring the game to the level we envisioned, we need more time to polish and optimize it. This is why we decided to move the release date to February 4th, 2022. But before I go in, that wasn't the only game we saw delayed. Uh, we also saw Battlefield 2042 delayed. Jeff Grubb dropped hints in his recent Giant Bomb video uh, where he said that he that Dying Light wasn't the only game getting delayed this week. And then he said it was going to be Battlefield. We saw the stock price of EA plummet a few points. Uh, it was like six, six, I think. Yeah, it was like six points. Yeah, yeah six points. Uh, and then later that evening, they finally put out a statement that Battlefield is delayed until I think it's the end of November. I forget the exact date. I think it was November 19th. Yeah, so middle of November, which puts it square in the middle of Call of Duty and Halo. So okay. I'm going to start with Battlefield because I know that's probably the one you care more about. What are your feelings? So as far as the delay is concerned on Battlefield, I don't care too much that it's going to get pushed back a month. A month for me, that's fine. That's not crazy. If it was like next year, uh, I would have issues. Uh, I have plenty of games coming in October anyways that will keep my hands full. Now, the time frame, though, that they're choosing, like it's not... Do, are they trying to get buried at this point? I... I feel like October was the perfect time frame because there's no other big shooter releasing during that period. Now you have to actually compete with Call of Duty and Halo Infinite, which is coming out like a week after that, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if this is the best move. Uh, I don't know if you are familiar with the Titanfall 2 release. Oh, yeah. How they uh, sent it out to die. Rest in peace, Titanfall 2. You deserved way better than you got. Yeah, and this might be something like that. Like you're releasing it at the worst time when there's a bunch of stuff coming right out. Can the game really not be released in October? What are the issues, the underlying issues that's causing this? I, I really wish I they at least explain that to us. I get that they're, they're always saying, Oh, you know, it was COVID, but dude, COVID has been around for like two years now. That, that excuse is not, it's been beaten to death. Please explain what the actual issues are do you feel like the game is not balanced enough uh i don't know i, so, I really want to know so from what i've seen uh, other people online saying is that battlefield 2042 is not in a good place at all like for the insiders i know i've seen luke lore talk about it like what he's heard is that the game a month delay probably isn't enough even that it should really be like a delayed into 2022 because it's that bad. Like it's not, it's not good. People are not predicting a good release for this title. So I think it's being sent out to die. I think they're thinking we'll throw it in there that people will be busy with call of duty and halo anyway. And it'll let us like fix all the issues on launch. Cause the player base just won't be there. 
that's a terrible idea though because then your game's just never going to get the the fire behind it that it needs to actually be successful uh battlefield 3 when that one first launched it was buggy as hell as well and battlefield 4 buggy as hell so i guess we're used to buggy battlefield launches but for a game like this one that i feel like it's supposed to be like the revival of battlefield and they Mm want to make it as successful as possible if it really is the situation where a month will not fix the underlying issues that this game has then delay it further i i still i have halo coming out i'll be playing that anyways i can like that's a two-week period for me to play battlefield in a transition to halo i don't mind battlefield 2042 being delayed as hyped as i am for this game and as hopeful as i am that this game will be good um I'm waiting for the open beta to come out at this point. I got the again the game pre-ordered. Still no information on that either. And it's, it makes sense why now, because the game's come like was delayed. Yeah, I think the beta's also been delayed. I think it's uh it's gonna be in October now. Yeah, the beta. That, that makes sense to me why I have not heard anything. Mm-hmm. So Battlefield's one delay. We also got Dying Light 2 delayed out of uh, from December 7th to February 4th. So they're taking it the day before Halo and then moving it to February to compete with the likes of Horizon Forbidden West. What uh what are you, what are you feeling here? Uh I think they have a better chance with Horizon. Ooh. Yeah. Hot take probably. Oh, so I I feel like the consensus and the feedback that I've been seeing from like PlayStation guys, they're not really too hyped about Horizon. And when you played Horizon as well, you didn't like it. And uh, I don't know. I like from the from my personal friend group, most of them are PlayStation guys. They mm-hmm. are not interested in this game at all, at, le- at the very least. So I would say that it has a better chance of competing with that. And in the long term. It's not a multiplayer game that's going to kill a lot of time, Horizon. So you can pretty much get both. Or for people who want that co-op experience, they're going to pick up Dying Light 2 instead to help fill that void. So I can, I think it would be better off in that period. I feel like Halo is way too hype at this point. And I think Infinite will definitely do better than uh, Horizon Ooh. at this point. And I... It's it's yes. There's a little bit of buys in there, but we've been wanting a good Halo game for a long time. I feel like this game will be way more successful than the New Horizon game. That might be a hot take, depending on who you ask. Uh, not me, because I don't like Horizon. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is one of the most overrated games I've ever played in my life. So I'm I'm firmly in the Halo camp. I don't think Dying Light Two wanted to go against Halo. Maybe, you know, what they're saying, game needs more polish. That's probably true to some extent. It, we, you know, we know this game has been in, like, development hell. We've had lots of delays. We've had, like, oh, is it canceled? Is it not? Techland's been all over the place with this. So it doesn't surprise me at all that this game got delayed. The only saving grace is it's the beginning of February and not the end when Horizon comes out. So I think PlayStation gamers can still pick it up play it over there and then get horizon at the end of the month and it'll do fine on xbox like xbox doesn't have anything as far as we know coming in february so i'm pretty sure you're fine like i don't i don't think they're really banking on on anything 
taking them away from the start of February. I would be surprised if we see it get delayed again, unless some game just comes out and is like, yeah, fuck you. We're, we're putting our game February 5th. Score. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's going to topple it. The, the most gonna, hyped game. They're going to delay their game one more day to come out with Scorn then, February 5th. All right. We'll keep on rolling here, uh, digging through these books and stories. So story number five. It's time for a Game Pass update, guys. As we do twice a month here, we let you know what games are coming to Xbox Game Pass so you can plan your gaming experience. So yesterday, February, or February, yeah, yesterday, February, uh, yesterday, September 15th, we got Flynn, Son of Crimson, added to cloud console and PC. This was a 2D action platformer. Today, we got I Am Fish added to cloud console PC. We got Skatebird added to cloud console and PC. We got, uh, shout out Luke Lore. He just did an interview with the developers over on XCP. Uh, great, great interview over there. Skatebird looks cool. It is exactly what you think it is. It is a little bird riding a skateboard. So if you want to go play that on Game Pass, go check it out. Uh, we got Super Liminal Cloud Console on PC. Tomorrow, September 17th, we get Origami 2 Cloud Console on PC. September 23rd, Lost Words Beyond the Page Cloud Console PC. Sable Cloud Console PC. Subnautica Below Zero Cloud Console PC. Tainted Grail PC. September 28th, Lemney's Gate Console on PC. September 30th, Astria Ascending Cloud Console PC unsighted console and pc october 1st phoenix point for console anything piquing your interest in there tom so i downloaded skatebird oh uh, I, not, I was i downloaded it while i was at work i i plan on playing it at some point today or tomorrow it looks really interesting uh, i love the concept i love tony hawk games and skate games so just throwing a wacky bird and now be some just random fun i did not uh, know that about you oh yeah dude i love skate I love Tony Hawk, and I've tried skateboarding in real life. I'm terrible at it, but I love skate games at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, I'm interested in Subnautica Below Zero. This is one that I was actually on the fence of picking up when it first came out. I'm glad that I did not pick it up because it's only been two months since that game came out, I think, and mm-hmm. it's already coming on Game Pass. So wasn't wasn't it also broken at launch and have a bunch of technical issues? Not sure. I didn't look into it that deep. I wasn't from the reviews I saw, it, they were rating it really well. So okay. um interested in that. And then Origami 2, I am not interested in at all. I know this game's one of the ones that's being like more publicized by Microsoft. This yeah. game does not look interesting at all. I played Origami One. I hated the you game. Did. Okay, okay. No, I want to talk to you about this because my I got a friend who was like, "This game is co-op. Uh, let's play Origami 2. And I was like, "Okay, you know, we're like Origami Ninjas. It kind of looks cool, I guess. What don't you like about Origami?" So I played it co-op with my buddy, and it felt like it tried to be like Thief, but with like no depth behind it. And it was if that it just was not good. I don't know if maybe it was just the co-op elements that I didn't like to go along with it. I it didn't feel I wasn't engaged with it. I felt like it was way too easy. And yes, this is a sequel to it. So I should be maybe more on the fence. Like maybe they can do better. Mm-hmm. But from their first go around, I just didn't like the game. So 
I probably have two hours, three hours of game time on Steam on it, and I just never went back. Interesting. So is it pure stealth? Is it like action adventure? I feel like ninjas, I, in my mind, it's like Splinter Cell. Uh from what I remember of the game, just purely off remembering, I just remember mm-hmm. stealth. I don't remember okay. doing any combat in this game, but uh, I can be completely no, wrong. There no might have combat. Been, there, there might have been combat. I don't remember combat. So if I don't remember, it must have been trash as well. In my mind, I'm like sneaking around as a ninja in the shadows and then killing people. Like that is what I have pictured in my brain that this game is. If it's not, that is incredibly disappointing. Because that was one I was like, uh, maybe I'll check that one out when I get a little bit of free time. Uh, you know, it drops tomorrow. I finished Tales of Arise. Me, my buddy finished Tales of Arise. My brother's about to finish Tales of Arise. What I'm saying is, you're slow. Finish Tales of Arise. I got to ask you something about Tales of Arise. Actually, now again, oh, we're bringing this back. <laughs> so you said on the Discord earlier, you said that it. Somebody said it was like 80, 100 hours to actually 100% the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And then you did it in what, 40? I did it 48 hours. My friend did it in 50. Um, and then he's played more since. He bumped it up to like chaos difficulty and like min-maxed his characters and like went through the hardest dungeons just to prove that he could do it. So it's definitely not 75 to 100 hours to so- 100% this game. Where did they come with that? Because I saw that you don't have to do another playthrough. There's no difficulty settings, no nope. trophies, so you can just go one one time. I haven't the slightest idea where they get these numbers from. Be, like maybe a hundred, even without a guide, it's not going to take you seventy five to one hundred hours. Like if I had to go through every area and just like search up and down for hidden collectibles. Like it's and not going to take, <laughs> it's not going to take me an extra 25 hours. Like the owls are easy. You get a little, you get a little owl that you don't have them yet, but when you get one of the party members, him. Oh yeah. So she has a little owl and eventually that little owl pops out and just tells you when one is around you. Oh, I, I hear them anyways, but okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so like, it's super easy. So I don't understand where any reviewers get the, these numbers. I really, I get confused with stuff like that all the time when I hear reviewers say something and then it's not my experience. I'm just like, I watch every cutscene. I like read the skits because I'm like invested in these character relationships. I just think the reviewers are bad at games, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. Like, whatever. No, no, they- it was, there was a review I saw. I think it was GameSpot. GameStop, GameSpot's Taylor Riser. I think the guy was complaining about it. Uh, and just as the game being hard. And apparently, like, he can't dodge well. And every review I saw besides this one, they were like, you could just you know, abuse the dodge mechanic to hell and do fine in the game. But this guy mm-hmm. apparently just was like straight dog crap at the game. So, this is this is <laughs> why reviews need to be taken with a grain of salt. Like, find a reviewer that you like you align with. So I know who I go to for reviews and who I don't go to for reviews, like who has similar gaming tastes to me because I don't know who the hell is playing this game and being like 75 hours. I'm still working uh, my way through. Like what, what are you talking about? Like this, uh. for, for me, the, 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 my extent of reviewers, like a personal one is just angry Joe, but he doesn't review JRPG games. So it's like, I have to go to anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah. Um, 
so speaking of jrpgs you know if we're getting back on topic here origami 2 kind of on the fence about it now that you, you told me that um astria ascending that's a jrpg that's coming at the end of the month um it's not a 3d game it's a i'm pretty sure it's a 2d jrpg it looked really interesting though we've seen it a few times at like the xbox showcase so that is one that i kind of have my eye on maybe if i get some time i'll jump into it um sable was another one that looked it has a great art style i don't know if you've seen sable i i recommend like just popping open a tab and looking at the art style for sable that has a really unique art style uh, so that one kind of interests me, but I do hear it's more of like a walking simulator. Um, not really much going on there. So I'm not sure that I will pop into Sable anytime soon, but you know, I might wait for reviews of, on that one. Walking simulator. You just reminded me of another game that's coming to Game Pass uh, that you mentioned before. And I forgot the name of it. Uh, it's like a walking puzzle simulator. Walking puzzle simulator. Yeah. What was the... What was the games coming out t- today? Today? Or yes, uh, like th- that came out in the beginning of September. Oh, I don't have the beginning of September. Omno came out. Is Let's that see. the one you're talking about? That's a walking that's a walking simulator. Uh no, damn it. The game looks super interesting. Why the mm. hell don't I have this up? I can't think of it. No, whatever. Well, if you it, think of it, we'll, we, we can we can pop back to it. But. Whatever it is, looks interesting. Uh, it's like a puzzle game based on a lot about perspective, and it just like mind fucks you the entire time. I've seen. Oh, is it um, is it that re game re something re um? It, it might be. I, I have no I, idea. I, I, think, <laughs> I, th- I think it probably is. I think I forget the exact name, but I think I know what you're talking about. And that's all. <laughs> all right. Well, I continue our Game Pass update. Uh, Kind of. You can now stream console games from your cloud, uh, from the cloud, the Xbox cloud, or your home console to PC. So coming from Xbox Wire, the update, which has long been discussed here on the show, here by Xbox, is now official. You can remotely play console games on your Windows 10 PC with updates to the Xbox app. This added support allows you to, one, play Xbox Game Pass games via the cloud on your PC, and two, play games directly from your console with the Xbox Remote Play. Previously, Remote Play has only been on phones, so you could play any game on your console on your phone. Now you can do it on your PC. So you can play Tales of Arise on the go. You know, you're traveling for a bit, console's got to stay here, just boot up Tales of Arise on your on your Windows 10 PC. Uh, cool feature. I don't know how much I will ever use this. Maybe if I go away for a while or lunch break at work maybe now that that's an option because my phone definitely can't handle this but my laptop sure could that's interesting i didn't know that was like that actually came out or was yeah. even a thing uh because i have the xbox game streaming test app that mm-hmm. already does that because um the xbox one and the one x they were able to stream directly to my pc but the series x wasn't uh and then I downloaded this game, uh, Xbox game streaming test app that came out in beta some time ago. I don't think I was supposed to use it. I I don't think I think it was just for like devs, but I found a like that file online, so I just it works. Um, it was only streaming at like a 720p, like at max. Like, you found the file online, is what you just said. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So 
I wanted to find some different alternatives because I was looking for different ways to be able to stream uh, instead of like to have like actually a nice looking game stream instead of streaming it direct to the Xbox because it's just bare bones as hell. They should definitely do something about that, by the way. And I, and I stumbled across this and it was trash, but now I will definitely try this again and see how that works moving forward. But besides that, I don't expect to ever be playing Tales of Arise at work. Well, I work from home, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you're always but... playing it. <laughs> <laughs> always playing at work. Uh, no, I mean, listen, I like to take walks during my lunch break at work. I don't like to sit at my laptop and play games. You know, I sit there all day and, and work on my laptop, so I really like to get away during my lunch break at work. So for me, I'm not a streaming guy. We know Amon and Garrett use it, and maybe this will be cool for them. Maybe Amon can stream it to his tablet. I don't I don't know. I don't know what he's got going on over there. But just a cool little update for those that are interested. And that's all we got for the news. But we have one more topic. And it kind of relates to our first news story of the week. So we saw with the NVIDIA GeForce uh, leak that Xbox Game Studio games, many of which we are a new coming, um, were leaked. So for our fun topic... We thought we'd do a little roundup of what is the future of every Xbox game studio. So I've compiled the list of known titles that they're working on and every Xbox game studio. So we're going to go through, see what's going on and what we think is going on. You know, maybe what we want them to work on. So some of these are easy, but we'll go through them anyway. And we're going to start off with the big one, 343. They're currently working on Halo Infinite, scheduled for release December 8th, 2021. They'll continue to support that for about a year-long roadmap, I think they have planned, which include Co-op and Forge. I can't see them doing anything else anytime soon besides Halo Infinite. Uh, do you disagree with that, Tom? No, I would be... I think they would be all hands on deck for the foreseeable future. They have so much to do. This game's going to be... Potentially have bugs, and they're going to want to iron out they have to focus on getting the co-op in there. Uh, the Forge needs to be, uh, I think, completed as well, like you said. So no, they're going to be busy. Not Nothing too, nothing soon. Um, I can see possibly a Halo side story they're working on. You know, like uh, ODST when that came out with Halo 3. And support it in that way. Does 343 do Halo Wars or is that a different studio? Uh, I think it's a different studio. I... I'm I don't I'm know. I'm never, I've never gotten into Halo Wars, but I know that some people really like them. And apparently they they haven't scored that poorly on Metacritic. So they definitely have like a fan base. I could see maybe not soon because Halo Infinite will require work, but when they are done with Halo Infinite or kind of you know moonsetting it, they can have a small team just like bug fixing, balancing here and there moving over and doing like a halo wars three now i looked it up so i, I can see that happening now because it looks like that game was co-developed by creative assembly and 343 so if they do set a small team aside and then have three uh creative assembly work on it together yeah i can see a halo wars three at that point cool cool uh the coalition's up next and they're currently working on gears of war six according to the nvidia leak uh, and which we kind of know uh, they put out that statement a few months back, said that 
hey, Gears of War 6 is a, you know going to be a while. We're going to do it on Unreal 5. So they're starting from the ground up. They did their whole Unreal 5 tech test. Like, look what we can do. And then there's rumors that they're going to make a new IP, which we've yet to hear much about. I know some people were we're kind of hypothesizing that it's some sort of Disney property, like a Marvel game, something along those lines, a star Wars game. I don't really know if I want to see the coalition do that. That's not really my first take. I'm fine with them sticking to gears. I want to gears tactics too, is, is really where I'm at. But what do you, what are you thinking here? So I hate gears as is known <laughs> by everyone at this point. Uh, I wouldn't mind them working on something else completely different and dropping gears forever moving forward, honestly. Forever. 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 Uh, if they're working on like, if they would be working on like Marvel projects or Star Wars projects, I think that'd be fantastic. Uh, and it would put their skills to good use as well. It wouldn't go to waste. Uh, like if you went to, let's say they made a Punisher game, you know, just a normal Punisher that'd game. That'd be dope. Yeah, and they already know how to do shooting games, and that would be perfect. Just throw in, a, make a standalone Punisher game, cover based, else. cover based shooting Punisher. That mm-hmm. would be sick. They got the gore down. They got the gunplay down. They can pull off Punisher for sure. I'd be down with that. That'd be awesome, actually. Now that now that you're saying it, I'm I'm fully in support of Punisher game <laughs> happening from the coalition. Yeah, I don't even care about Gears 6. Gears 5 wasn't really up my alley any, anyway. Uh, Gears 4 was good, I thought. Gears Tactics is really great, even though that was splash damage um, mainly doing it. So <laughs> Punisher, man, I would love that. That's a great shout. I hope that is the rumored IP because everyone <laughs> keeps saying it's just a Disney property and, and not much else. Well, next up we have Compulsion Games and literally... No one has any idea what they're doing. I scoured the earth. The I went to deep and I was like, what is Compulsion Games working on? And nobody has the slightest idea what the hell this studio is doing. So like for me, I I don't I don't even know where to go with them. They're a, a wild card right now. They could be doing anything. I mean We Happy Few was received well. They could make a We Happy Few too. But I don't know. I've, I have no idea what to even expect from them. They're, like a, they're a really small team, so I can't expect a huge game besides a sequel to what they already have. Well, uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one. There's literally nothing. About, like They are the most tight-lipped Xbox game studio. They, nobody must be talking about what's going on behind the scenes at Compulsion. They got so, that whip back there. Nobody <laughs> talks. Don't 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 let me see you on Twitter. Uh, Double Fine. They just released Psychonauts two, and they took a well deserved break. Um, they're a small team, so I imagine they'll continue to you know patch it and and kind of work on Psychonauts two. Even though I don't really know what they need to patch because the game was flawless from my perspective. So they're gonna take time to finish that up and then move on to a new project. Tim Schafer's already said that. He talked to Ryan McCaffrey over IGN, and he was like, we're not going to do a Banjo-Kazooie game, even though everyone wants us to do a Banjo-Kazooie game. Tim, do a freaking Banjo-Kazooie game. He does not need to do a Banjo-Kazooie game, but I think that he should do a platformer game. They can drop Psychonauts for now. I had fun with that game. I played a, a bit of it. 
I haven't beaten it just yet. Though. I'm playing with through. I'm playing with, with my wife like at the same time. So it'll take longer because she doesn't game. So, mm. uh, but yeah, blinks the time sleeping cat. Oh fuck yeah! Bring yeah, a revival, go. like just a straight up remake, not a sequel. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I feel I like the, I feel like the like Psychonauts two didn't also have to be a thing. They could have just done a, a brand new remake. It just it's been so long since these games are released. I think a fresh slate would be so much better. No, I I agree. I think that's a good shout. You know, my dream is still Banjo because I think that they would nail it. They have the collectathon platformer down. Tim say he doesn't want to do that. If he doesn't want to do it, you know, they either make a new IP that is as charming as Psychonauts, or they take Blinks, which has a cult following. And I'm with you. Remake that shit. Don't like doesn't even have to be a one-to-one remake. Like just take the character and make a new Blinks game. Don't even consider the first one. We're starting from scratch. That would be awesome. Yep. Also, to go on with what you're saying about Banjo, I mean, that's Rares, dude. Rare. It would only feel proper if Rare did it. They don't know. Rare, no, Rare is a different no, studio. It isn't. I, you have to see the Rare logo with Banjo. That's the only way it works. All right. Well, we're not to Rare yet, but we are to the initiative, and we know that they're working on Perfect Dark, and that's the only thing they're going to be working on for at least the next three years. Yeah. Can't see anything else from them. It's way too early. Yeah. Like that game's not coming to like 2023, 2024, and then they'll have to support it. So that studio is locked down for the foreseeable future. We'll move on to in exile. And we know for a fact that they are doing DLC for wasteland three and that they're currently working on a steampunk RPG, which we've talked about to death. Amon loves this topic. He loves thinking like, oh, what's this What's this in exile game going to be? Uh, it's a steampunk RPG. We know it's coming. I'm not sure when it'll be revealed, but it is what it is. So I'll talk about what I would love to see from an exile. Okay. Uh, I understand that they might be working on a steampunk RPG, but what I would love to see from this company is... Uh, remake of or just like a brand new fallout game back to the original style of fallout oh damn yes. you want the top do you want the top down view i want the top down fallout so i think in exile was like the they were they were the original creators weren't they of fallout um i don't know let's wait and see next week maybe that's a trivia question oh uh, no, i'm pretty sure they are i'm pretty sure they are so if i get that i'll win by the way Maybe. It better be a, it better be a be 500 wrong. point question. No, you might be wrong. Um, but yeah, I think they would be perfect for it of bringing back that old feel of Fallout. Uh, it's a smaller scale game. It doesn't need to be that full open world Bethesda style game, but still gives us a little flavor. I would love it, especially since they did such a good job with Wasteland. Not a bad idea, especially since uh, Fallout seems to be sidelined for the foreseeable future. They need a studio to do something with the IP. Uh, Mo Yang, I have a note here. It says, do they do anything besides Minecraft? Question mark. Whoa, we got the Minecraft RPG game. Well, yeah, you're right. It's still a Minecraft game. Minecraft. <laughs> this they might as well just change to Minecraft Studios. Like, I often forget they're even a thing because I don't like Minecraft. I cannot even 
think of seeing Mojang do anything else besides Minecraft. The day they make a new IP is like, what the fuck? Yeah, I can't. They, Mo, Mo, they're synonymous with Minecraft. They cannot leave Minecraft. Like, no. What We're going to move on to what I think is the most exciting studio in Microsoft's portfolio, Ninja Theory. They got Hellblade 2 coming. They got Project Mara, that, that like psychological horror game where they're trying to make everything look realistic. And then they have something called the Insight Project that they're also working on, which I don't know what that is. But they have three projects in development. They're really blowing up. Like Hellblade really skyrocketed this studio into like the limelight and they have some ideas that Microsoft is fully backing them on. Like there's no way that they get to do all this because they weren't like a huge team. They were a very small team when they put out Hellblade. And now they're like, we're going to do three projects. All of them going to be something different, something unique and take a lot of funding. So Microsoft's backing them to the hills and I cannot wait to see what they produce here. What I, I would love to see, like uh, another um, action or um, action game, but not like Hellblade. I feel like Hellblade is just way too dark. I want something more lighthearted, like they've done in the past with like a uh, Heavenly Sword or uh, Enslaved Odyssey to the West, where the co- the combat's fun; it's the main focus, but the world around it is like not too too serious and more lighthearted. Uh, and I guess I just don't like the psychological part too much of Hellblade. It just kind of it kind of stresses. It stress. It kind of stresses me out. You know, oh, you're, you're hurting my heart, man. It, dude, heart. it stresses. Like I can beat it once, and I'm never gonna play it again because it's stressful. I love that game so much. Like I love with headphones. It's such a surreal experience putting it on, hearing the whispers, hearing them like torment her. I'm like, oh my god, like this. But they're tormenting me, Kevin. <laughs> it's a good. It's an immersion. Okay, so this this reminds me of a quote. I I was just listening to. Um, play, watch, listen. And they were talking about how a developer gave a speech at um, GDC, the game developer conference. And he was like, game developers like to use the word. uh, We want our players to be like immersed in the world. And he's like, and I don't think that's the right word that we're looking for, because if you're really immersed in the world, then that means like you're experiencing it. And if you were immersed in Uncharted 2, then that scene where you're hanging out the back of the, the airplane would be the scariest shit in the world. Like, you would hate that game. You would not want to play it. So I was like, that makes... Yeah, I'm with you. So I think they do a great job at immersing us and making us feel, like, uh, miserable and, I, and tormented. I feel scared, all right? I don't want to feel scared. But it's so good, man. It's so good. Especially with the new update. Oh, it's so gorgeous. Like, that's why, since they're making that horror game, like, I'm sure, like, something like that where it's focused, it's going to be scary. I know it is. Like I just yeah yeah it is there like have you seen did you see have you seen like the dev diaries for Project Mara where they are like this is the staircase in game and this is the staircase in the real world and they're like identical they're like making it so you can't tell like what's reality and what's not for this game I have not seen the dev diaries oh I'm man gonna, I'm gonna have to watch it tonight it's pretty cool they're doing some they're doing some cool stuff over at Ninja Theory I cannot wait for that. But we move on to another studio that's blown up recently, uh, Obsidian. And we know they're currently working on Avowed, the RPG Skyrim-esque game set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. 
grounded. A small team over there is continuing to pump out grounded updates. Eventually it'll get the full release and then announced at the Xbox E3 showcase, the outer worlds too. So they got their hands full. They have multiple teams that all seem to be busy. And I'm not sure. I, I think we see them. I think we see these two games and that might be it for this generation from Obsidian. I don't know. I am still hopeful for an actual Pillars of Eternity 3 with an isometric view. I don't think it would take up too much time of theirs. I mean, they, they're working on multiple different games already. Maybe after they finish Outer Worlds 2, they can swap some of their people over on that side, unless they really want to go all hands on deck to finish Avowed. I think Avowed will be out before Outer Worlds 2. You think? Absolutely. I think Outer Worlds 2 is farther off. I don't think they're even really... I think they're like just starting Outer Worlds 2. The only way I see Outer Worlds 2 getting out before Avowed is if they reuse a lot of assets from Outer Worlds 1. Yeah, and I really hope they don't do that because that game look, graphically doesn't look real pretty. does nothing for me. I, I don't like the Outer Worlds. I think it's pretty uninteresting avowed seems like a much better like i want them to focus fully on avowed that's a much more interesting ip to me even pillars of eternity like i'd rather them work on pillars of eternity because that's a game i do want to try at some point i've heard nothing but good things about it they have the second one on the game pass i believe Mm -hmm. yeah i'll get around to it eventually you know when uh when they stop making games for me to play but i don't know if we see them again man i don't know if we get pillars of eternity 3 we might only get these these three projects for this generation. We'll see. It, it, it depends on how long we feel like this generation is going to last. That's true. It could be extended. A lot of people think the supply shortages, chip shortages are going to really uh, expand, expand this uh, life frame of the consoles, which I can, I can see happen. I don't, as long as like, we don't get a mid-gen refresh, I don't want it. Don't. I, want, I would like that, though. No, I, I don't. I don't want it. Yeah, get me the 4K console that does 120, 120 FPS all the time. No, no, yes, no, yes. no, no, <laughs> no mid-gen refresh. Just put out the Xbox Series XX in seven years and we're good. All right, moving on to Playground Games. We know Forza Horizon 5 is coming in like two months. And then they're working on Fable, another team over there. So I think we do see them again. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 coming right at the start. And then the other team, you know, they're working on Fable, which is probably 2023 from what we've heard. Maybe 2024, depending on how things go. But I think we see them again. You know, I I can see Forza Horizon 6, like, after Fable. I think that's a realistic thing. Yeah, for sure. Like... Uh, when they originally made the Horizon series, I think they pumped out like three just in the 360 alone. Yeah. So they can, yeah, easily. They'll just use the same the new uh, the new engine stuff from the new Forza Motorsport game, whenever that drops, and just incorporate all that and put a new world. New. I don't think that's going to be a lot. They can definitely do it. Yeah, I I think that's realistic. So rare. We already talked about rare. Uh, you crush my you know you were like banjo's only gonna be done by rare and rare's like we're not really gonna do banjo so you're trying to kill my dreams of of my boy but they're gonna continue work on sea of thieves however that looks you know for the foreseeable future to live service 
And then they're working on Everwild, which apparently got rebooted and is now scheduled for 2024. So it's going to be a while. I think we're in for a slow, long haul with Rare. Um, and the way they work, I think Everwild might be the only new IP we get from them this generation. Yeah, and if that even happens, because they don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is. They rebooted it for a reason. It's colorful. It's colorful. They should just make it banjo. Yes. No, I'm I'm interested to see Everwild. You know, I want it to be a game that really appeals to me, um, because Rare haven't appealed to me, and I love Rare as a company. Like nostalgia, they produce some of my favorite games from my childhood. Um, so I would love I would love to Everwild to really grip me. But I Sea of Thieves ain't it for me, and I know they're not going to give up on Sea of Thieves. Like it's going to be around for the foreseeable future, just like Minecraft, just like Fortnite. It's not going anywhere. So we go to Turn 10 Studios, and we know they're working on Forza Motorsport, the reboot, remake, whatever you want to call it. Um, This is going to be like the live service Forza, right? Like instead of putting out a new Forza Motorsport, it's just going to live in Forza Motorsport, right? Like this is going to be like a service game, if I remember correctly. I didn't know it was supposed to be a, a service game. That was more like a standalone Forza game. It's certainly possible that that's the case, and I'm misremembering. Um, maybe I'm thinking of Gran Turismo 7, and they're thinking of making that. Uh, cars, not my strong suit. Not the genre that I'm familiar with, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, if they did stick around with, with just the one Forza game, I wouldn't mind. Because generally, within the same generation, the graphics don't improve a whole lot anyways. So they're just going to reuse the same models for the next game anyways and just add in new new tracks and new cars. So, I mean, if the game works and they can improve on it throughout the entire time, that's fine with me. I don't need another game. Hmm. Do you play both Motorsport and Horizon? Yes. Wow. Um, Motorsport is much better for like the actual simulation parts of it uh not as good as grand turismo on that front but still good uh oh so, wow yeah well, there's a whole there's a whole lot that grand turismo does so much better interesting did not know that not games i'm gonna pick up but it's good to know someone is i mean you got the whole setup you know you get your race wheel you get your whole thing going on over there so you make it fun maybe if i had all that stuff it would be fun for me to play <laughs> But Undead Labs, we know they're working on State of Decay 3 and State of Decay 2 DLC. Um, I don't know. Do they do anything besides State of Decay? Like, is this just what they're going to do for the future? Like, do we think they're going to make new IP? At some point they will, right? Like, State of Decay can't just keep going and going. If I was them, I would have never even made a State of Decay 2. Wow. I would have just done something brand spanking new. State of Decay 2 wasn't that bad. I played that one. I've played it as well, and I liked it. But I feel like State of Decay as a like franchise and as a brand, it's not going to be – it's not huge. No, I feel like they, they, would, they would They have a much better chance of making another IP successful mm-hmm. and just calling it something else instead of just sticking with the same State of Decay label, which no one really cares about before, besides a few people at this point. Yeah, it's not – I'm really hopeful for the third name. one, but yeah. 
Yeah, State of Decay doesn't really like you hear it and you're like, ah, all right. It doesn't ever like get you excited. I don't I don't really know who's like clamoring for more State of Decay. It's kind of those games that just like exist, has like a little fan base. It's fun enough, but it's nothing you're you're you don't talk about it in the same vein as you do like Halo, Gears of War when you're talking about the Xbox franchises. I also hate zombie games. So oh, I hate wait, zo- I hate on, zombie games and zombie shows like The Walking Dead. Okay, well, I can understand The Walking Dead, but you hate zombie games. Does that mean you're not going to play Back for Blood? So that's different. All right, so I guess zombie survival games, I should specify. Okay, because I was going to say, you got me the Back for Blood beta codes. Like, (laughs) you clearly don't hate all zombie games. No, I'm interested in Back for Blood. Hmm. All right. All right, we're coming down to the last half because they have so many. World's Edge. Uh, they're doing Age of Empires 4, which comes out or did come out. I honestly can't remember, but it's coming out this month, I think, or next month. Um, and the simulation strategy is really all World's Edge Dudge, and they're kind of made just for Age of Empires, kind of like how 343 is made for Halo. So they're going to do Age of Empires stuff. That's There's not really much to talk about World's Edge. They're kind of the most boring studio in the Xbox library in my opinion, besides maybe, um, where is it? What's the studio? Oh, alpha dog. It was the next one. The Bethesda studio. They're a mobile game developer. Nobody plays mobile games. Who cares? (laughs) Whatever alpha. dog. I don't care what you're doing. How about that? We're going to, we're going to skip on by you and go on down to arcane. And we know death loop just dropped as we talked about earlier in the show and Redfall is dropping summer 2022. So do you think we see them again this generation? I don't know. So I feel like Redfall is just going to be like a huge live service thing. So they might they might have their hands full for quite a while on that game. They have two studios, though. Remember, the, Le- the Lyon studio in France did Deathloop, which they're done with now. And then the one in Austin is doing Redfall. Hmm. So Yeah, I then think- maybe. Just throw, throw me another Dishonored. <laughs> I don't know if we get in our Dishonored. They might be moving away from that just because like it's it's kind of received well. It has like a cult following, but it doesn't sell well. It's not the commercial success that they really need to keep pumping them out, I think. Commercial success. We have Game Pass. We're going to play for free anyways. <laughs> so I would like to see them do something different. So far... None of their games appealed to me except Prey, which I played half of, and then I was like, this game's really hard, and then I fell off of it. Let's be honest, you were scared. I was scared. That game is terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, no, they're good developers. You know, I know my brother really likes the Dishonored series. Uh, Deathloop's getting critically acclaimed, and Redfall, I'm sure, will be a hit. I, you know, I'm... I'm going to I'm going to throw out a little prediction here. We can we can bring it up next summer. Redfall is going to score at least an 85 on Metacritic. Ooh. 70. 70. Wow. I mean, I'm not even excited for the game, but I think I think knowing what type of game and studio they are, I think it's going to be at least an 85. I don't know. I live service looter shooter. They don't normally start off strong, so I'll give it that. 
All right. Well, I think we see them again. I don't know what with, but they'll be there. Uh, Bethesda Game Studios. They got Starfield coming next holiday. And then Elder Scrolls 6, we know that they're going to work on. Yeah. I I think Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be the only thing after Starfield that they're going to manage to put out this generation. And the next. And the next, yeah. <laughs> well, and Skyrim. Skyrim's going to come out next generation, too. You got to bring it along. But I don't think there's really any questions here unless you disagree with me. No, I can't, I can't see that. The, who knows when Elder Scrolls is even going to come out on top of that to begin with. So, no. Yeah, like 2025. They take mm-hmm. their sweet ass time. Uh, Id Software. They are wrapped up with Doom Eternal, I believe. I'm wrapped up with Doom Eternal. I'm not going back to that game. Uh, they just put out Quake remasters. So we don't really know what they're doing, but I think that they might be in line for a new Quake game. I think the remasters are kind of testing the water. And they're like, is there an interest in Quake? So I think they're going to give Quake the Doom treatment. I don't know if it would be as successful, though. I feel like Doom is just synonymous with like first-person shooters. And Quake, yeah, it was like the first big multiplayer shooter. I guess. It, it depends on what they focus on. I mean, I can't tell the difference between Quake old school and Doom old school. Like They look exactly the same to me. Well, there's Demons in uh doom that's it oh, yeah yeah Let me say everything <laughs> else exactly the same so no i i th- prediction i think they're gonna do a quake like 20 like a doom 2016 version of quake like i think that's what we get from them next i can see that yeah machine games uh we know that they're working on indiana jones and apparently Wolfenstein 3. So in my mind, they're kind of wrapped up. Wolfenstein 3 should be farther along, I believe. We heard about it years ago. So I can see Wolfenstein 3 coming out relatively soon, maybe the next one or two years. And then Indiana Jones the year after, maybe 2023, 2024. Yeah, maybe even longer because that one was announced more recent. Yeah, it really depends on what the, the scope and size of Indiana Jones is going to be, I guess. Yeah. I can't see them doing anything else right now. No. Uh, Roundhouse Studios. Uh, just like Compulsion, nothing is known about that. Like, n- no idea what they're doing. This is another Bethesda studio that Xbox acquired, and I haven't the slightest idea what's going on over here. Have they made anything? Uh, yes, but I couldn't tell you what. Okay, I see. No, I, I can't find them. What the you can't fuck? find them? No, I, I search up Roundhouse Studio Games, and then it, it comes up with Human Head Studios. So <laughs> I, <have> to- <laughs> I, th- oh, I think I think that was their old name. I think they had to rebrand for like legal reasons or something. I mean, if that's the case, I like Dungeon Defenders. So Dungeon Defenders 3. I don't know. I don't know if they made Dungeon Defenders, though. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the right studio, man. Um, <laughs> they're unknown anyway. Um, <laughs> Tango Gameworks. We know Ghostwire Tokyo is scheduled for early 2022. I'm super excited about the game. I think it looks absolutely fantastic. I know people have been being like, it doesn't look good. I don't know what the hell they're watching. Every trailer I see just makes me more excited. I think it looks super interesting. 
So that's scheduled for a PlayStation 5 timed exclusive release the start of next year. That is a game I will be buying on my PlayStation 5 and not waiting the year. Like I'm completely okay with giving $60 for, for that game. It looks absolutely fantastic. But I do think we see something else from them. There's no way they do a PS5 game in 2022 and then nothing else the rest of the generation. Yeah, there's no way. Maybe they can go back with like a maybe just a straight remake of like Evil Within. Just a Ooh. straight refresh. I feel like it's been I guess it hasn't been like too too long since a lot like the very first one, but I feel like they can make it appeal to a wider audience if they start from scratch. They I don't know if they're gonna re- I don't know about a remake. I'd like to see them they can go to the same world, but just Maybe do a, what about like a, they could do a remaster of the evil within and make it play more like the evil within two, the one people actually like, and then give us an evil within three or just call it evil within and like kind of similar themes. It doesn't have to be the same story, but I feel like that is their most recognizable franchise. And I don't know if they're ready to like walk away from it yet. Unless Ghostwire is a hit and then maybe it's Ghostwire two. Which I agree, by the way. That game looks fantastic. When I saw it during the Sony, the Sony showcase, I, I went downstairs to tell my uh, my brother-in-law, did you see Ghostwire Tokyo? He was like, no interest. He only cares about God of War Ragnarok. All right, whatever. Okay. Tangent. But like, I've heard so many other podcasts be like, Ghostwire Tokyo looks bad. Deathloop looks good. I don't understand what's going on. I'm like, what do you want? Like, Ghostwire looks so much better than Deathloop to me. It looks super creative. Yes. It, it looks like a fun first-person adventure shooter kind of i don't know it's a horror game too. yeah it's it's it's, it it looks fun i want i that's why i'm curious about it what i really like about ghostwire i just hit my microphone uh good thing i have this vibration shock holder but uh, what i like about ghostwire is that it has a unique enemy design like did you see like they don't have faces um yeah yeah. so i love that it looks so cool and then the the like the powers he looks like he has magic powers uh that he's like hitting them with everything about it just looks it it appeals to me so much i don't i really don't get what people aren't seeing in this game i think it's gonna be a sleeper hit and i think people oh no here's the i think it's gonna be a great game that critics are not going to rate highly I, I think it's going to be like a 78 on Metacritic, and I think it's going to be like I'm going to disagree with all of them. That's that's where I'm at with Ghostwire. That's fine. Uh, but I think they go again at some point in the future after Ghostwire. Cinemax Online Studios. We know they're working on Elder Scrolls Online and apparently unannounced projects. Now, do they do Fallout 76 as well? No, that was... Uh... Bethesda Game Studios as well, I think. Okay. I wasn't sure because a little weird that they don't have their online studio doing Fallout 76, but whatever you want. Uh, they're going to keep doing stuff for Elder Scrolls, and I want to know what these unannounced projects are. Since they are Zenimax online studios, I think they're going to be more you know multiplayer focused, which is a strange... It's weird for me to talk about Bethesda and think multiplayer because I still am in the, they make single player RPGs. They make first person shooters. That's kind of like what I know Bethesda for. I, I don't jump into Elder Scrolls. I don't play Fallout 76. I don't know what other IPs they have that they can make like online games for. Besides Fallout and Elder Scrolls? 
I don't think there's anything that would even be remotely interesting. Unless they're going to do a new Quake. Quake Champions Arena 4 or whatever. Sequel? No, I, I see them just working on endless expansions of Elder Scrolls Online till the end of time. It's that's pretty boring. I, I can't uh, I can't get behind that. Um, shout out to everyone watching. I, I see that we have uh, six of you in the chat right now, or well, six of you watching. Make sure to drop a, a like, share, subscribe, uh, follow. You know all that all that good stuff. And head over to Apple Podcasts, uh, rate us. There's my little plug. Uh, oftentimes I look at the chat, uh, but we're at the last one, Tom, for the future of Xbox Game Studios, and it's uh, kind of a boring one. Xbox Global Publishing. Now, but they don't they, make games. They just the, publish games. The, they're list. They're considered one of the twenty-three studios that Xbox has. Uh, strangely enough, and it's, it just says works with third parties for exclusives, including IO's RPG called Project Dragon and Avalanche with Contraband. So those you know, they'll be publishing those two titles whenever we figure out what IO's RPG Project Dragon actually is. Um, side note, I'm playing Hitman 2 right now, and I, I I will hold off my thoughts on IO. I know I all I hear is praise for the studio. I'm very early in this game, so we'll see what my opinion on IO actually is. But um they got they got some stuff working, but you're right, they're just a publishing arm. I don't even know why we consider them a studio. Yeah, so I they publish a game. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna publish a few games, Tom. <laughs> but that's it. That is all twenty three Xbox Game Studios and uh, what they're working on right now for the foreseeable future. Whether or not we think they're gonna go again this generation, uh, I expect we'll get quite a few of them going because we have a lot of projects early in this generation. You know, we have games coming next year 2023 and then kind of 2024 is where it kind of ends um but that's only like half the generation so i do think that we see more in the latter half um, whether we get a mid-gen console refresh whether this generation is prolonged because of the supply shortage that remains to be seen but i i think we did a, a good wrap up there so now everyone knows what xbox has going on and how bright of a future this ecosystem has. Uh, it's not all about God of War, boys, uh, even though God of War Ragnarok looks great, and I'm super excited for it. But, yeah, I really I really wish I was here last week to talk about that whole thing, by the way. Man, <laughs> it was it was me and Amon, and then Garrett, and Garrett hadn't watched the showcase, and Amon, he did watch it, but I don't think he gets, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he got quite as... Uh, Excited about some things as I did, but uh, we're not going to talk about PlayStation this week. No, no, it's all about Xbox. Uh, but that's that's our show, guys. That's what we got. And I appreciate everyone that stopped by. I appreciate everyone that chatted. Uh, make sure to come back next Thursday. This is my plug for episode number fifty of Project X Talk. Next week we will be live. A little later than normal, 5.30 Eastern time, we are going to have a plethora, and I mean a plethora, of community guests. We are going to have guests we've had on the show. I think if we have around six people, I think, coming by. Uh, might be more. Uh, 
but we're going to do a giant Xbox focused trivia. Uh, so if you've seen our Do You Even Game Bro fun segment where we make trivia boards and quiz each other, it's going to be just that next week. Uh, I will probably do a separate video if we have news, um, just so you guys get some, some news topics in there. So that's going to be like an extra podcast, but next week's main show will just be the community celebration. So please come in, hang out. We'll be having lots of fun with our guests and that's it, Tom. Can you, you want to let everyone know where they can find you and we'll wrap this up. Uh, you guys can find me over on Twitter at Alpaca Tom and that's it. <laughs> Mimi, Mimi J says the trivias are hilarious. Yes, they are. I've made the boards. Yes. I said boards. We're going to have two rounds for oh, our guests. Man, that's why that's why it's the whole podcast. Okay. That's why it's the whole podcast. That's right. <laughs> I, I don't really care. You know, I don't care about our guest's opinion on the Xbox news next week. All right. This is a celebration of Xbox. We got two boards. We're going to go dive deep into questions about the consoles, the hardware, the games, the studios. So everyone better be studying up because I'm bringing my A game with these boards and they're not going to be ridiculous like uh, Amon not knowing when uh, Nintendo, game, Super yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo came out, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous. So make sure you, you subscribe to get that next week. Uh, it'll post Friday on all audio, uh, but I really think that the YouTube version will probably be the one you want to watch. Uh, but again, Thank you so much. I've been Kevin, a.k.a. The Muffin Mon. You can follow me at my little uh, tag here on the screen. Uh, that's The Muffin Mon, one instead of an I and an O instead of an uh, A. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.